Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Remember when they were saying sitting is the new smoking? I do remember that. I think of it semi-frequently. I'm going to say, I made this up, but I think it's a good one. Stretching is the new brushing your teeth. Stay tuned for that. Remind me of this. I think it's important. It's important for me, if nobody else. But Okay. All right. And Jay Leno, who burnt himself a few months ago, now has come off his motorcycle and broken his collarbone and a bunch of ribs and stuff. So, Wow. Wow. He's an old fella, too, isn't he? Older? 72? Yeah, that's old enough to not be, like, smashing up your bones. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So uh, a lot of good stuff to come this hour, uh, but we are. this is kind of breaking news, breaking news. Uh, and the NBC affiliate in the Bay Area, California, the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, one of the reporters got into the jailhouse and interviewed the, uh, the guy who shot up a couple of locations in uh, Half Moon Bay, California. This is the nursery worker guy. So this is the disgruntled worker shooting, not the ballroom dancing shooting. Exactly, yeah. Um, and uh, there are three clips. We'll just start, Michael, with 75. And you're not going to hear his voice because he speaks only Mandarin, but there's a translation. Go ahead. I told him I heard from law enforcement sources that he told them his colleagues treated him poorly for years. He said that was true. He said he was forced to work long hours from early morning to sometimes 9 o'clock at night. He was paid for those extra hours, but when he voiced his complaints about the long days at the farm, he says his supervisor ignored him. 
Okay. All right, next clip. I also asked about the gun. Zhao told me he has a green card and that he bought the gun a while back, probably in 2021, and he had no problem buying the gun at a store. And he shouldn't have any problem as why, a why would he? law-abiding yeah. citizen in the Second Amendment and whatever. And by the way, the first clip, I've had, I had several jobs that would fall into that category fully. Abusive bosses, long hours, ignoring your complaints. When does that become a murder people situation? Yeah. Well, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. Qu- quit and find another job. Um, I know a young man who recently uh, got a, a fabulous job offer, and I'm very happy for him. Um, he is was working um, in a hospital setting in the addictions ward where people would regularly try to punch him in the face or just beat him down in ways, poop on him, accuse him of being a rapist in all sorts of manners. And what he was making was peanuts for that sort of work. Peanuts. Got, got to admit, I've never had a job where people tried to poop on me. Nope. Nope. Uh, verbally, kind of, but not literally. Cattle pooping on me, but not humans. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. Oh, uh, let's see. All right. Uh, next clip. So far, this is all kind of uh as for his arrest, he said he drove to the sheriff's substation in Half Moon Bay to turn himself in right after the shootings. He said he looked in the front lobby, but no one was there. He waited in his car for about two hours before someone, he believes was police, started milling around his car, looking and taking pictures of his license plate, and told me he sat there thinking, yes, that's me. Please arrest me already. Ooh. Wow. Weird. Wow. Bitter old fella decides I'm going to kill a bunch of you, then I'm going to jail. Okay. What do you do with that? You know, and, th- and this gets to the fascination with the media anytime there's a shooting of still trying to determine a motive. Okay, you just heard a motive. Is that satisfying to anybody at all? Does that, yep. does that solve anything about this? If a person is crazy enough that... My job is crappy is a good enough motive. Then what freaking difference does it make what the motive is? Yeah, the specifics. How about the dance hall guy? Yeah, I was pissed off at people. They said bad things about me. Oh, there we go. Now we know the motive. Wasn't that gratifying? Yeah, it's stupid. So much of the media is just stupid. But I'm not going to hurt anybody. (laughs) Okay, do you want to hear my new thing? Sure. If I were uh, more ambitious and smarter, I might... uh find somebody with a degree and uh, start going around uh, putting on uh, clinics and talks and stuff and make a lot of money. Have a video and a book, Netflix special, on my whole stretching is the new brushing your teeth. Uh, hmm. I actually thought about this. So oh, that was one of my kind of half New Year's resolutions was to stretch more often, and um, I think we all know why that's a good idea. I was actually listening to a long presentation from uh, doctors on the search, but they brought up, and I'd never thought about this before, what an amazing thing it has been to culturally put into our brains the importance of brushing our teeth. We all, almost all of us, do it every day at least once. I mean, it's such a routine and such a, it's not even, you don't even think about it. It's just something obviously you have to do. 
And if I if I didn't, and I brush my teeth multiple times a day, if I didn't, I would be freaked out the whole day. Well, yeah, in the way that um, good habits are as hard to break as bad habits. Habits are hard to break, period. Um, but for whatever reason, it got into the culture that we got to brush your teeth, take care of your teeth, because it's going to cause you problems. It's a preventative thing. You're not going to mm-hmm. notice a difference right now, but it keeps you know bad things from happening years down the line. That's exactly the same thing as stretching. As these doctors were explaining, so many of your problems that you are going to have as you move into your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s can be avoided by starting stretching earlier. Just make it part of your routine every single day. It's ex- Ow! Oh, I went too far. Um, it's exactly the same principle as the brushing the teeth. It doesn't help you necessarily right now. It's a preventative thing, but we haven't somehow like just gotten it into our culture, into our minds. It's something you have to do every day. You have to brush your teeth and you have to stretch, you know, a couple of quick stretches every single day. It's just something you have to do. Why haven't we? Why haven't I? Wow, that's that's good. That's good stuff. And I, I too, have vowed to do that with uneven results, but uh, particularly as you get older. If you're, you know, 26 years old and you're listening, you're thinking, what the hell are you talking about? Well, trust us on this one. Well, tooth decay, you know, and letting your gums recede and all these different things, those are painful, expensive, you don't want to deal with them. But neither is... You know, ankle, knee, hip replacement, you know, your back doesn't work. You can't do any of the things that are fun. Those are pretty big deals also. And a mm. lot of that can be avoided by stretching regularly. And I just, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm convincing myself of this. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking back to a couple occasions. Now, number one, you should know this. I am a gifted athlete and as graceful as Nuriev. Um, but when I had like serious hip problems, arthritis problems that l- limited my mobility, there were a couple of times I took tumbles because I couldn't move in the right uh, direction and, and distance to make up for like uh, stumbling over something. It was a lack of flexibility. That happened to be skeletal. But so, yeah, if you're an oldster and you take a bad step, you can save yourself if you have enough flexibility. Mm. Interesting. Need to treat stretching uh, is the new brushing your teeth. Yeah, that's going to be my thing. You know, it's funny. I got kind of worked up there. When I get worked up, I get loud and my voice gets high. And my Apple phone just said, loud environment, sound levels hit 90 decibels, dangerous to the ears. <laughs> yeah. You're telling the rest of us, huh? <laughs> Warning myself about myself. Yeah, so I got to start. We all should treat stretching the same way we treat the brushing our teeth. God, it's a, take about the, maybe a little longer for stretching, but not a heck of a lot longer. Anything is way better than nothing, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You got me. This there commercial you break, you're going to see me rolling around on the floor. Don't oh. step on me. Don't make fun of me. Oh, by next year, I'll be putting both feet behind my head. I'll, I'll post a picture. I'm pretty sure one of George Washington's rules for comportment was don't do that in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to uh, give you a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. Uh, rising crime, rising juvenile crime, burglary, just, just unfreaking believable, honestly. Uh, protect your stuff, protect your family. Would you, especially because it's so reasonably priced and there's no long term contract with Simply Safe? Simply Safe is whole home security, advanced sensors, every room, window and door. We're talking fires, floods. You know, first one, I think Simply Safe, I think, you know, catching the guy who's going to break into my back door and steal my stuff, but all kinds of other things. And 24 7 home security for around a dollar a day, a system you set up yourself. You're not going to have somebody, you make an appointment and somebody comes and they're at your house for an hour. 
And the 24-7 professional monitoring agents use this FastProtect technology that's exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you get priority police response. It's not just an alarm going off. They'll tell you what's happening and they'll tell the cops what's happening. And again, it's under a dollar a day, no long-term contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. There's no safe like simply safe this hour we should talk uh, a few new wrinkles on the whole chat gpt story that is uh on top of my mind every single day now this could be one of the most disrupting things that has ever happened in human history and i don't think that's an overstatement i don't even think that's talk radio hyperbole i think within five years there will there will be be two billion people unemployed because of this computer technique this ability right i think it could easily be two billion people globally suddenly unemployed man and, and there's no roadmap for dealing with that uh no it'd be all theory <laughs> Unter- have you ever theory. seen a riot that's the roadmap uh wow uh among other things on the way stay with us The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, listen to this. According to TikTok, there's a new dating trend where people are going to Home Depot to meet other singles. <laughs> it's exciting because you actually have a better chance of finding love than an employee. That's why I'm an ace hardware guy. Um, so you had experience with this, Michael, you said? Yeah, just a lot of these places that you, when you need help, you cannot oh, find them. right. Yeah, that is true. Um, uh, duh. But so did, did he mean that like people are having, uh, like you're, you're on uh, one of your dating websites and you say, I'll meet you at the Home Depot? Or is it just you're at Home Depot and you're kind of saying, eh, that person doesn't have a ring on. And you start up a conversation. Those two by fours, huh? Two inches wide, four inches wide. Perfect size as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) I have no idea. Your eyes meet and you're off to the races. Uh, Coming up in a little bit, we're going to talk to one of our favorite political commentators, Lan He Chen, whose name has been being thrown around for higher office in a variety of ways. And plus, he's just good at talking about the politics of the day. Um, We have talked many times over the years about why artists tend to be so politically lefty for the most part. I guess it's got something to do with, I don't know. I don't know what it's got something. I just think it's how their brain works. It's just a, you know, it's a set of characteristics that tend to go together for reasons that someday the human genome will spell out. Here's an artist, Louis C.K., who's one of the greatest comedians of all time, in my opinion. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast talking about the border, talking about the border the other day. My feeling is they should open it, the border, and just let them pour it, let everybody pour in. And and then the answer, which is, well, then there will be all these problems. Yes, there should be. It shouldn't be so great here, is what I'm saying, in America. It shouldn't be. It's a weird thing to sequester a certain group of people and try to keep upping their lifespan and their lifestyle. 
and just keep trying to increase that for this group of people. And then everyone's, and then this pressure of people trying to come in so they can enjoy it. If, if you let folks pour in like any other wave, it'll kind of slosh. And then you'll just, things will be different. I, I don't know, like, there, what'll really happen? A bunch of people, like, will they just come with knives and start <laughs> killing everybody? I don't think so. Uh, I like the fact that Joe Rogan has people with different points of view on there and just lets them say mm-hmm. their thing. Yeah. That is an interesting view of the world. How can somebody that bright possibly be that stupid or ignorant or lacking in insight? Well, let, let's hear a little more from him before you just lambast him. Here's, here, here's Louis C.K. again. Uh, there's something wrong with that. That's not a system that's working, and it forces people to do cruel things to other people. There's a lot of people that die so Americans can be safe. Mm. They're just dying, you know, weddings that are drone-bombed in Yemen because the guy said something that might have resulted in American insecurity. Not even, like, definite American deaths, but, like, just so we can breathe a little easier. Folks die. And folks do labor in unsafe places so that we can keep the prices where we like them. There's so much about American life that other people pay for. That's part of it. But also, it's not good for us either. It's not a good way to live in a gated community, you know? Wow, what a beautiful example of knowing just enough to be dangerous. That's what that expression means. So... He sees one civilization thriving and doing better than some other civilizations or corners of civilization, if you prefer cultures, if if you like that term better. Therefore, he wants to remove what the prosperous civilization has built by flooding it with the other folks. And that would solve the problems. Also, that is monumentally idiotic. Also, with the, I think he's suggesting that it's like just kind of randomly, unfairly uh, um, uh, doled out this good life right. on planet Earth, and it's just we just we just kind of randomly have a better, safer society with more stuff than some of these other countries, and it's not fair. Or took it, yeah. Or or yeah. we have a different system than they have, and this system produces more stuff, more GDP, more safety, more you know, the Constitution or rule of law, et cetera, et cetera. Just like other countries that also have a very high standard of living, whether it's you know a lot of European countries or South Korea or whatever, they have a different system than countries sometimes right next to them that have crappy, crappy, crappy. They have the exact same opportunity if they had a different system, but they don't. See the Dominican Republic and Haiti. Good, 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 See good, San Diego and Tijuana. Right, yeah. How do you not see that there's there's a reason San Diego is San Diego and Tijuana is Tijuana? They have the same climate, the same coastline, the same everything. It's your it's your system. And Louis C.K.'s moronic idea is, well, let Tijuanans flow into San Diego. So San Diego no longer has all that nice stuff and a marina and all. And as he That's said, the, solution. the San Diego's lives should be worse. It's, it's not good for us to have such... It's not right. What an interesting view of the world. Well, it ignores all of human history, which is a difficult thing to do. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the, the one thing I'll give him, if you want to argue about some of the particulars of American foreign policy, 
and specifically the use of deadly force or counterterrorism or something like that, that's a perfectly legitimate conversation. You and I might disagree about it, but that's a reasonable thing to want to talk about. That's fine. I have no problem with that. We killed an ISIS leader just yesterday. We also have killed some people that weren't nothing but coming home from work because we got the wrong guy. Which is awful. Yeah. But it's not just so we can be slightly more comfortable, as he put it. Yeah, what a bizarre attitude. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Strong and Getty Show. Trivia question for you. This past midterm election, what Republican got the most votes? The most votes in the entire country. One Republican got the most votes and didn't win. Got more votes than Ron DeSantis with his giant, giant win in Florida, a big state. It was our friend Lon Hee Chen who got the most votes. 4.8 million votes, more than candidates like Ron DeSantis, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, and a whole bunch of other people. 
more than anybody in the country, still lost because it's California and can't have a Republican getting any office in California. I'll be darned. Lonnie and Chank. I think we, yes. the Armstrong and Getty Show, should take a great deal of credit. Oh, boy. For those wow. votes. Wow. See, you ruined it. Uh, Lonnie <laughs> Chen was a candidate for California State Controller. He should have won. He's also a David and Diane Steffi Fellow in American Public Policy Studies at the Hoover Institution and the Director of Domestic Policy Studies at Stanford University. Lonnie, how are you? Hey, great to be with you guys again. I guess we have, have we talked in 2023? Can I still say Happy New Year or is that weird? That's fine. Uh, That's a stunning stat, by the way. I'm glad you gave that to us. I mean, that's that's freaking amazing. Yeah, well, it just shows the the challenge we have, right? And it'll probably be a question on Jeopardy someday. It's kind of one of those useless stats, (laughs) right? Because we still we still came up a million votes short. But but the reality is, you know, I think we made some good headway in different parts of the state where traditionally there hasn't been a lot of political competition. You know, down in San Luis Obispo County, you know, first Republican to win down there since 2014 and a few other places around the state. So I I do think that there is a, a pathway uh, to create some political competition in the state. But it's just going to require folks who, uh, you know, have the right message and are focused on the right things and demonstrating the weaknesses of this one party governance we have in California. It is a little like the other night when LeBron scored 47 and they lost, though. So, I mean, it's just, you know, sure, you'd, you'd rather not had the most votes and lost and flipped it around. I'm, I'm sure of it. Whatever. Wow. There's no need to go there. Uh, So we have all sorts of stuff to talk about. And Lonnie, one of the reasons we enjoy talking to you so much is kind of in the spirit of what we do. uh, We we have no desire to hear somebody spout the obvious talking points at one side or the other. So with that in mind, your overall impressions about the whole classified documents thing. Uh, seemingly found in the uh, coat closet or garage of every politician uh, of note. Uh, what's your overall thoughts on on that issue? Well, I think the overall issue is that politicians, you know, take a lot of things for granted. Frankly, right? I mean, they figure that this stuff belongs to me. No one's ever going to question me. It doesn't really matter. So I think some of it is a little bit of arrogance mixed in with, I, I do think, and, and this analysis is not original, but I think it's certainly something that's important to emphasize that the intelligence community and the folks who do the classification of documents have have kind of way, way overshot their mandate in terms of classifying what really needs to be classified. If you look at the number of documents and the amount of information that gets stamped top secret or top secret compartmentalized or whatever the different gradations are, uh, it, it would it would amaze and shock you guys the kind of stuff. And, and I and I say that having seen classified documents at, at some point in the 2010s, like it is not really one of those things where they take time to think, is this really something we need to classify? Now, surely there are things that do need to be classified, but there's an awful lot of, of sort of, you know, classification spread that's happened. And you just have more and more documents out there. So some of this is just a function of the time we're in, but I, I do attribute it to both of those things, you know, and obviously it's a horrible look for Joe Biden because here he was, talking the whole time about, oh, my gosh, who would ever do this? Who could be this irresponsible? Yeah. And and I mean, it's just it's just not a good look for him. And and it's it's made worse by the fact that the one of the the biggest things in politics that people cannot stand is hypocrisy. And Joe Biden is hypocrite number one when it comes to his possession of these classified documents, whether he meant to have them or not. By the way, I don't care if it was accidental or deliberate. The fact that he went out there not knowing his own status or being so arrogant that he wouldn't find it out first, to me, is, is mind-boggling. 
Two questions. Number one, if you don't like hypocrisy, how do you follow politics at all? Right. And, uh, <laughs> second, secondly, yeah. without violating your oaths or earning yourself a stay in Leavenworth, can you give us any examples of stuff you saw Mark classified that was ridiculous? Well, I mean, it's, it's stuff that you would see in a New York Times analysis of, of for example, capabilities of, of uh, adversaries. Okay. And that's the kind of stuff that gets re- now. Eventually, it gets leaked and reported on, and so it's it's not classified. I'll tell you what needs to be classified. What needs to be classified is if we have some operation happening somewhere, and there's an individual that's working on behalf of the United States, that needs to be classified. No question about it. But if you're talking about the capabilities and capacities of other countries, and there are things that can be discovered, for example, by satellite data, which is not proprietary to the United States government. There's all of these satellite providers uh, that provide satellite imagery where they take pictures of stuff going on around the world. And then, by the way, that stuff can be offered to private enterprises who pay for it. It's not classified in the sense that is it, is it something everybody knows? No, probably not. Is it something everybody will know at some point? Probably. But in that in-between space, I question whether something like that is an example of something that probably doesn't need to be classified or at least classified to the degree that it is, right? Remember, there are differing degrees of classification. There's secret classification, there's top secret classification, and then there's something that's even above top secret that's called compartmentalized, which means you have to have a specific clearance to view information of that sort. And so what happens is that in an, in a, in an abundance of caution, a lot of this stuff is just overclassified. And, and, and that's what I mean, is that there's documents out there that are just not in, in, I mean, again, whatever, you know, it's one man's opinion. I just believe that there's a lot of overclassification. Have you ever been in a skiff? I have. Are yeah, there I are have. there hors d'oeuvres and a guy in the corner playing a piano? What's it like? Uh, no, they're, they're called canapes, actually. They're not, they're not, they're not called hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> nice. So a skiff, it, 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 is, it, is it as exciting as it sounds to be in a skiff looking at... Uh, not really. Not really? Okay. Not really. I mean, it's, it's just, so, so a skiff is just a, a, a secure facility that the U.S. government knows is not bugged, mm. um, not bugged by, let me, let me rephrase, not bugged by an adversary. <laughs> bugged by us. Uh, right. Obviously, obviously, you know, what happens in a skiff can, can, can be monitored to a certain degree, but, but it is a secure facility. And, and, you know, there are a lot of people who take their time and energy to make sure that, that those, uh, you know, those facilities are secure. And, and by the way, you, you talk to anybody who's ever had access, a, a security clearance, had access to this information, they'll tell you that you get read the riot act about documents and, and you know exactly that what you find in there, you leave in there. So it just shows you the level of, again, arrogance that it takes for someone to believe that they can just, you know, up and walk with documents. Wow. Wow. I've got a bit of a man cave in our house on here. I'm going to start referring to it as the skiff. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I know my brother with security clearances will find that absolutely uh, and hilarious. It, and everything in there ought to be a secret. So, uh, so many things to talk about. Jack, what do you want to jump onto next? Well, Kevin McCarthy just said, we won't touch Medicare or Social Security. President Biden having just said, the Republicans want to take your Medicare and Social Security. Um, uh, we all know that we have to touch Medicare and Social Security if we want to actually yeah. right the ship. But my main question is, do we have a situation, having watched the whole voting thing happen to get um, McCarthy even voted in to be the speaker, do we have a situation where there are enough people willing to take us over the cliff that we, we're actually going to go 
over the cliff this time on the debt ceiling? Let me let me let me tell you exactly what's going to happen because we've seen this movie before. We are going to have this conversation about will we or won't we go over the cliff for the next five months? As the, Gee, as that the sounds Treasury fun. Department, Where do I sign as up? A, as a U, well, um, but but it's true, right? There's going to be a lot of talk, and none of this is really, really going to come to a head until we get to May or June. All right, that's when the U.S. Treasury is going to run out of what they call extraordinary measures, essentially accounting and other things that they can do to stave off uh, default on the debt. And when we get closer, people are going to start to get nervous, and then they're going to sit down, and we're going to have intense negotiations. And, and if I had to guess on the outcome, we're going to raise the debt limit, but it's going to be tied to some kind of a process to address spending. If that sounds unsatisfying, it is, because, again, we're in a, a mode now, my bigger view of this, is that we're in a mode now where Washington is not going to get anything done, right? They're not going to get anything of substance done. And so what they're going to do is they're going to put in place some kind of process to set, set up a commission or a board that's going to go off and study spending and come back and tell us what every other commission and board has told us, which is that, <laughs> yeah, Medicare and Social Security have to be reformed or else people aren't going to get what they've been promised. And, and it's the dumbest thing that we have this conversation over and over and fight about who's going to cut Medicare, and who's not. You know what? Everybody needs to get in the boat together. This is not going to happen now. Or there will have to be trillions of dollars in tax increases, trillions and trillions of dollars. Everybody knows it. Well, so the the question I have, Mm -hmm. though, you say it'll get settled. There are a couple of different ways it gets settled. Uh, Enough Republicans vote for it, and then they're going to get hammered by some of their constituents. Or McCarthy goes ahead and, uh, and, you know, cobbles together Democrats with a handful of Republicans, in which case somebody calls for his ouster and he probably doesn't get to be speaker anymore. So which one of those scenarios is likely to happen? I, I, that, that, that I have less uh, of a, of a gut on. I mean, I think either scenario is possible. Yeah. Wow. Um, Because, because the, the reality, do you think McCarthy would give up his speakership to make sure we don't go over the debt cliff? Um, I, I, I think at core, uh, everyone understands the stakes, okay? I hope. And we're 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 not going to go over. I, I just don't foresee a circumstance where we would actually go over the cliff. I think enough concessions get made. Is it going to be painful? That's my whole point. This is going to be really painful. All right, we're going to have this conversation. There's going to be you know twenty four seven breaking news coverage. You know, we saw this person leave this office. What does it mean? Oh. That's going to be that's going to be the kind of posture we're going to be in between now and in June. And, and if I had to guess, I would guess this does get settled. Now, how it gets settled, the mechanics of who votes for it, what the political consequences are, we're going to have plenty of time to talk about that. I, I just don't know how, how it's going to work, but there's a lot of different ways to get to the deal here, I, I think. What do you think Kevin McCarthy's IQ is? Oh Never mind. God. I retract the question. Oh I retract the question. It's very high. He's a smart man. So, um, Three I digits? Do, Speaking of intelligence, oh Lord! Speaking of intelligence, and we have barely two minutes, Lonnie, and we ought to have a long conversation about this. But we have friends who are who work in professional capacities. They make a fair amount of money uh, with computers and paper, uh, that sort of profession. Who have told us artificial intelligence, like Chat GPT, for instance, is going to put the masses out of work in their industries. Massive, sudden employment dislocation. Any thoughts? My, my only amendment to that is I don't think it's going to be massive sudden. I think it could be massive, but I think it's going to be gradual <laughs> uh, in, the, in the sense that 
the machine learning technology that's available is truly amazing. If you look at the ability of this technology to mimic human activity across a broad range of different areas, uh, I've seen some demos that would blow your mind. Now, ChatGP, I I actually hadn't used it till yesterday. It's pretty impressive. But what I do say is that this technology is evolving so quickly, you know, humans can't even keep up with the with the the notion of where this is going, in, in my view. So, yeah, I mean, listen, will it cause economic disruption? I, I don't think there's any doubt it'll cause disruption. The The issue is going to be, can we can we kind of change and evolve our economy to make sure that we still have opportunities for people who, who get displaced by it? I, I think no. that's a big question. No, we <laughs> no, cannot. No, yeah. Yeah. Starving I mean, not, right? millions rioting in the streets by next March. Mark my words. Lon <laughs> He Chen of the Hoover Institution, Stanford University. Uh, oh, we need to chat about this at length, Lon He, because we'd love to hear your opinion at some point. So maybe next week if we sure. can get together. He got yeah. the most sure. votes of any Republican in the entire country in the last Give election. Give it up, everybody. Come on. Lon He Chen. Thanks so much, Lon He. Thanks, guys. Terrific stuff. Um, I want to talk more about chat GPT with some new stuff I learned yesterday uh, coming up with on the whole debt ceiling thing. Um, I heard one of my favorite pundits saying, you know, and I thought, wow, this this you might be right about this. His concern is that everybody is saying this time around, well, we all know when it comes down to crunch time, this will get done. The fact that everybody is just assuming that when it comes down to it, of course, we'll come to an agreement might mean it's more likely than it's ever been that it doesn't happen because everybody's assuming it will. Don't! (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's going to be fun. But again, not for months to come. Chat GPT is going to ruin everything from your love life to your job. Starving millions rioting in the streets. Mark my words. Uh, Who don't need mates. Right. All on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? 
Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A woman in Brazil recently gave birth to a 16-pound baby. And the baby came out like, what's for lunch? <laughs> when the doctor spanked the baby, the baby knocked the doctor out. The doctor was like, congratulations, it's a man. That's <laughs> a grown man. Wow, that's a big baby. Uh, reminds me, I wore my son's shoes to work yesterday. They were a little big for me. Man. Wow. Um, uh, so we've been talking a lot about chat GPT, which I'd only been hearing about up until this week. I now understand better. It came out in November. Uh, we'd been having listeners use it in a variety of ways. I just found out that a, um, an academic I know said, oh, yeah, we're, we're all using that every single day. All of us. We love it. It's I mean, it's 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 come on fast and strong. And Joe was just talking about how it's going to it's an A.I. system has access to all the written knowledge in the world for now. And it's going to grow into more and more stuff over time. Uh, it's going to put a lot of people out of work with some obvious stuff like the ability to write computer code or solve problems or, you know, figure out insurance rates or just all kinds of stuff that humans did in the past. You won't spit out legal precedents. Right. For instance. So that's going to be a huge thing. But um, it also can. uh, We used the example the other day of Jordan Peterson in his book, and he he gave the the chat GPT the 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 task of writing another chapter for his book in the style of the book. And he said he couldn't distinguish it really from the way he would have written it so if that's possible um this is from a podcast i was listening to yesterday with a professor type wondering about some of the consequences him he was saying he doesn't think society's ready for this he wishes we could put the brakes on it somehow but there's not any way to do that how about its ability to figure out the psychology of populism for instance there's no doubt that 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 leaders who have you know um, Trump, I mean, who do you want to use as a good example? Who, you know, who's figured out the moment and what you can say to people to really get them to move a certain direction. You know, populist leaders throughout time. Um, chat GPT, figure that out? Why not? Why wouldn't it be able to figure that out? Sure. You know what I find myself wanting to do is uh, give it the following prompt. Design a populist campaign or set of slogans to convince people that reforming social security is a good idea well there's a positive thing that could happen 
That's because I'm Mr. Positive. But if somebody programs it, you know, uh, to uh, come up with a you know campaign and slogan that is going to get the most people to vote for me, I don't care why. And this professor was not talking about, you know, we keep picturing computers walking the streets, taking over the world, drinking our blood or whatever it is. No, it's a human being who's using chat GPT to write the speeches and coming up with the ideas. He said experts are going to use this and they aren't actually experts anymore. They're just using the chat GPT for their expertise. And that right. is going to be a whole new world in all kinds of different endeavors. Your boss is going to use chat GPT to come up with the latest, you know, sales plan or whatever and claim it for its for his own. And, and you know, the politics of it are just or figuring out the psychology of what makes us all fall in love or, or, or whatever and manipulate us that way. Wow. Well, and your boss with his sales plan, any half bright human being with fingers to type. Or soon, Elon Musk will put a chip in their brain. You won't even need your fingers. Um, they can do that. So sure. what's the point in paying your boss what they make? Right. And then there's the having the brilliance that the c- computer came up with in the hands of either somebody who's unethical or not that smart at implementing it or whatever. Right. Yeah. Unspeakably powerful tools in the hands of the evil. <laughs> For to, to briefly summarize. Or unwise, at least. All right. Yeah. And theoretically, the uh, incredibly powerful antidotes to that evil in the hands of uh, those of us who would tend in that direction. And this is barely theoretical. That's the point. This is not like fanciful could happen in the future when spaceships are. No, this is like going to happen six months from now. Millions and millions of people, billions perhaps, are going to be unemployed in the next five years because of this. Billions. I am not kidding. Woof. If you miss an hour of this show, we do four every day. Grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.